Welcome to On the Digital Soapbox with Soapbox J. I'm your host, Soapbox J. And I'm on my soapbox shit. My, uh, yes, yes, very much so soapbox shit today. I'm to it. I'm here with two very special guests. Uh, please introduce yourselves to the peoples. I'm Nicole. I'm Jamie. You two are the extended family of, uh, the honestly nerds for the most part right yeah you yes. should totally watch that on razor view on yes YouTube. please yeah i plug them all the time i love those guys all right i love y'all too so um yeah let's uh let's uh there's gonna be a little bit of a, a was in a little bit of a lull right now with uh video game news and comic book movie news where we're in the calm before the storm so to speak loki is coming soon in three days and uh e3 is coming next sunday so i'm gonna be swamped uh recording but before we uh get to that this is gonna be like the slow part but i think it's just as important i mean i feel like understanding uh being a decent person and a decent fan to a certain fandom is important just as important as the us uh, the what we consume so to speak you know so uh yeah we had a situation with the uh, first off sandman is coming out on uh, netflix probably next year excitement what does i'm sandman excited i'm excited because neil is excited um yeah. and if neil gaiman is excited about this absolute masterpiece that he's written and it's it's going onto the screen then i am i am excited you know uh he was also excited about good omens that didn't disappoint me um i just i'm i mean all of like even his the audio books that he narrates are are amazing you know i just I, i'm always I'm always excited for his his literature to be put on the screen. I mean, American Gods did let me down hardcore. Uh, after season one, season one yeah. I thought was season awesome. one was great, but mm -hmm. then it just started just falling way off for me, and that's like one of my favorite novels. So there's a lot of behind the scenes drama. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. A lot of race-driven drama as well yeah with the know? firing of uh orlando yeah. jones that was ridiculous yeah so I, I didn't even watch season three because of that but neil gaiman really has no no ties to that yeah. it's not like right. you know so he's not the the showrunner yeah this exactly is, that, that was not his darling that was not his baby so. no just a property license for the most part and the fact that he has, you know, um, you know, rejected and rejected and rejected the Sandman for the screen numerous times. Oh, like, yeah. This time he's he's not. So I I have I have high hopes, you know. But any, I mean, it's so Sandman is so open for interpretation, and it's so um, rich in so many stories. They could do anything with this. Mm -hmm. The characters are so diverse. They don't even need to stick with the source material because they are the endless. There are endless stories. And we know that by all of the, you know, the, the side literature, uh, 
the high co- cost of living, uh, dream hunters, you know, there are just multiple so many, spin-offs like, too. It just branches out so much that like, if they don't stick with the source material, I am not going to be disappointed because it's fine. It's just, it, it's a story, mm-hmm. you know? It's just like a different interpretation of it. And I'm fine with that. It's yeah. like, I'm not expecting it to be a straight off the off the page onto the screen there's a lot of red tape to, to cut through with uh some of those characters i don't expect oh, batman and joker show up in this right. so and um <laughs> but that's fine i don't have an issue with that it, the, the character is is it is iconic enough on its own to hold this series all together and yeah i have her i've been listening to the audiobook of sandman and it is amazing fucking amazing it is so James mcavoy is amazing yes. if he could Perfect. play dream if he could play dream on the screen i'd be, uh, be fantastic I'd do it. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely that whole cast was amazing yeah uh, amazing what's her so name good. is death um i can't get Kat Denning. Kat yes. Denning. Kat dennings death was great so um uh, what is your uh, Nicole? Before we go to Jamie, what is your experience with Sandman? Like, how did you? How long ago did you read it? And what impact did it have on Me? you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So when I was 11 years old, that was 1991. Um, we used to have this uh, comic book shop, and it was called Period Com- uh, Pyramid Comics in Trenton, and it was the first comic book store I ever walked inside, and. Um, I picked up a Sandman comic and it was when he, he killed Orpheus. And, uh, I remember that, uh, Boy George's crying game was playing. Um, and it is my first memory of comic books and it is what got me into comics. And it was, it was all uphill from there. Nice. Nice. Jamie, what about you? Um, I mean, I actually have like kind of a similar thing uh with with sandman being the comic that got me into comics uh because when I, I i didn't really read comics when i was younger when i was i think a sophomore in high school uh, a friend handed me brief lives which i believe is volume seven um but that's also the the, the orpheus storyline i didn't know that nicole that that was like the first one that you picked up um but yeah brief lives is like you know when uh, dream and delirium go on that that quest to find uh destruction and you know the whole orpheus uh story is in there and i remember i finished the volume and i was like weeping and yeah. I was <laughs> because i i didn't know why i was crying because i i was reading volume seven of this like epic story so there was a lot that i didn't know and i didn't understand but i i knew that i was already so emotionally invested and then I remember going to like you know borders or whatever at the time and trying to track down like the other volumes of the series and I I would you know get whichever ones I could find and I read it all out of order and then eventually once I had them all I went back and read it in order and uh, I even remember when I went to school uh, in Illinois, I trekked all the way there with the only books that I had were all my volumes of Sandman because I, I used to read through the whole series like annually. I was like obsessed with it. I read it quite a bit. Um, and I, I am, I'm so excited for the series. And I agree with what Nicole said that, you know, that Neil Gaiman has been, you know, it's been in development for quite some time and that Neil Gaiman has, has constantly been keeping you know keeping it from being made in a way that is not how he wanted it made so i would also like to think that 
whatever hits the screen from Netflix is gonna be, you know, his vision of it. Uh, and I also am not, you know, I don't need it to be like completely beholden to the source material, but there is such a wealth of, of story there. Um, I just think, I think it's gonna be epic and I'm excited. I mean, I am trepidatious. I am, you know, a little bit like, you know, cause I, I love it so much that I do feel nervous, but I- mean, A little also, bit of skepticism is not a bad thing when it comes to this stuff. Right? We've, we've been burnt so many times. Yes, so, so it's like, it's, it, it doesn't, doesn't, makes sense for us to jump into something like oh it's gonna be great because we've exactly. thought that before yeah. yeah no i mean an american gods was a good example because i i loved season one and season one was like definitely went on its own thing from the book you know like and i thought that they just did that so well but then yeah season two and again you know they they had a bunch of behind the scenes stuff they lost their showrunner and they lost some actors and so you know there's a lot going on there but yeah i definitely I have that skepticism where I'm like so excited, but also kind of terrified. Yeah, no, I'm a, I completely understand. Like I read Sandman 10 years ago, the first time. I It completely passed my radar. I, when I was a kid in the 90s, um, I was more of a Marvel fan. So a lot of DC stuff just passed by the way. So I, I didn't even pay it any mind because, you know, kids, they, we, we, we get very tribalist when it comes to things. It's like, oh, DC's stupid. I hate DC, Marvel's <laughs> great. So I never picked up a DC book until uh, the Batman animated series started because that, oh, okay. that actually made me more a little bit open. Even though when I was a kid, Swamp Thing was the character to get me into comics to begin with. I do so. love Alan yes. Moore's stuff? Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Even though I didn't understand what was happening because I was like when, when uh, what was it, 85, 86, I was like eight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that stuff's pretty heady for an eight. Oh yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know what was going on. I, I thought he looked cool, you know, and I you know that that was pretty much it. That's all like a process. So but uh yeah, I bought uh, I, I did get his book regularly. Um the first time I saw it was on a barbershop uh bench, you know, where they had the magazines and the guy had a bunch of comics sitting there. And you know, you see your Batman, your Superman and Spider Man's and you're just like, okay, you see that. But then I saw Swamp Thing, I was like, Wow. He's creepy looking. That's cool. That was pretty much just how I, how I took it. But yeah. But um, Sandman. Um, I read it ten years ago for the first time. Uh, I feel bad that you guys had to track it down. It must have been so hard to track things back then. Back then, I got. <laughs> I bought it all digitally. I bought it in one shot. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I should read this. So it's like, boom. Okay, and there it hit. It then downloaded it in five minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember tracking down issues of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing before they had all been collected. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. And now I feel really old. Yeah, yeah, Swamp. we're... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, the, the, this, this story is, is fantastic. It's, 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 it's honestly the best story ever told in comics, in my opinion. Um, there's other ones that come yeah, close, but Sandman is the pinnacle of the platform or the format you know if you you want to yeah. get anybody into comics let, let let them read something from sandman Especially it's a i mean it all depends on what you like i mean sandman goes really really deep um and, and some people don't like that you know uh, i mean i guess that there's people that can't process it yeah but. But I feel like, I, I, you know, like, because I, when I was reading it, because I, I, you know, I knew it was DC, but I didn't know it took place in the DC universe. 
So like when I saw them like with the interle- like kind of interweaving everything in together, then I was like, oh man, this is dope. This is so great. Like you know, with, with Arkham Asylum, when um with Doc with Doctor D, Doctor Destiny, and how they tied all that in together, and and that was amazing. But um, yeah. Well, when I thought of this topic, you two were the first people that I thought of. I was like, because they're bigger Sandman fans than I am. Well, we're grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. No, it's like, what? Because like, I wasn't even going to record this weekend until I you know saw just started thinking about the whole thing with the with neil gaiman and, and i saw news articles being written on him and then uh youtube youtube started recommending stuff and i saw both sides of the arguments and stuff like that and i, I looked at the other side of the argument and it's like i'm not getting it it's a, because it's it. a bone it's a bonehead argument that doesn't why. make any sense it's a bonehead argument and it's None lazy it. it's a lazy argument yeah so the and first it, go ahead go ahead i'm sorry no it's like um my theory is these people have no idea what they're talking about mm-hmm. they're not they, any of them read sandman ever they either read it and did not register anything they were reading at all and they were just looking at the pretty pictures or they just they didn't read it <laughs> at all yeah they're like not fans i don't know so. how you read sandman and don't get certain things from like the perspective the perspective of Morpheus is different depending on the character that's looking at him from his this the love of his life from you know his siblings to Martian Manhunter how they all see him they all see him differently yeah (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um and it's just it's just it blows my the first controversy that I saw uh which wasn't which was a stupid one was people were complaining that they were uh gender swapping John Constantine And I, I, I different like, character. What? Exactly. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, I just I, I, I wrote that in my notes. Joanna Constantine. What's the argument? What are That's we arguing like about? Like his great great grandmother, right? Great 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 grandmother. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> Well, that's I think not. Idiots just saw her name and like, saw the <laughs> they name just and were like, "Wait a minute, that's yeah. supposed to be a dude." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think they, I feel like they just assumed it was supposed to be Constantine. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, it's like like again, it's supposed to be like like a distant relative of his. So, did you read the book? Is, no. So it, it, that one's easily that one's easily fought because a lot of people they don't even respond back when you write that down on Twitter. Um, the the other one, the big the big uh, controversy, the, the well, I'm not even gonna call it controversy. The uh, the uh, assholes complaining yeah. are basically complaining that a black woman's been cast as death. So bananas. Like I I don't understand. When I first saw it, I didn't even there wasn't even like a thought in my mind that this was wrong. Not Thank even you. like for a second. It wasn't even a thing. I looked at the people and the person uh, playing Desire, I was like, yes, Yes. you know, yes. Um, But I I just didn't even think about that. I just. Yeah, you know, I was. I was was, a fantastic actress. Like exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah she's great. Fantastic actress. Like I don't understand why anyone is having a reaction other than being really excited. Well, like the thing was like me, me and Nicole were talking um, and saying uh, like 
the endless don't have a sex or gender it's how they perceive to put themselves out there um so and, and you know morpheus is perceived as a black man in, in certain Heichel. chapters yeah michael and nada yep. and yeah he's been a plant he's been a cat he's been yep. a fish he's if you if you read overture he is a lot of things yeah a lot of things um and they're all of the endless uh dream death destiny despair desire delirium destruction uh they're just aspects of life that's mm -hmm. all they are um and for someone to say uh death can't be black <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> is just mind bending it's just mind bending 100% um, the arguments I saw was, uh, oh, well, it's not that just, you know, she's supposed to be uh, paper white. And I was like, but yeah, then the white actors aren't white enough. Like, you, have you heard of CG? Have you heard of makeup? And even if not, who cares about like, like the, you want to you want to hope that they pick these actors and actresses on the merits of their talent, not because of the color of their skin or how much controversy it's going to cause. Oh, so. Yeah. I don't understand on, and I don't understand on how, like, what's the problem? We've we've seen this done plenty of times, and it usually works out. So, like, I'm sorry, nobody cared that Nick Fury is a black guy. <laughs> I, 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 mean, if, I mean, that threw like, me off at first, but that was like the ultimate universe. I think people, I think people, yeah, it was like the ultimate, Nick, the ultimate version yeah. of Nick Fury. But I'm sure people did care because people always complain about. Yeah stuff like this which is like it's just crazy to me because death is iconic like it's not like being white has like nothing to do with who death is like that's no. not what makes death she's iconic kind. like you know you want death is like this cool chick that you wouldn't be like so upset to see like you know everybody fears death but at the end of the day like you know Gaiman's version of death is like someone that you would be maybe okay with taking you on that journey you know yeah, no, it was probably like a kindness in the way that she acted that that, that gave her the role because like that's the thing is like you said death is terrifying but like the way she eases people into it in in the book in the source material is, is amazing you know yeah. and, and it's, it's really really powerful because you know this is this is infinite you know at this point and you know this is but this is life as well you know everything and she doesn't sugarcoat it either you got what everyone gets you got a lifetime yeah. right a lifetime. <laughs> i love that i love that yeah it's like oh but um, what about what about the the kid that's 12 years old it's like well you got a lifetime as well so. how about the baby he's like it's already and she's like unfortunately yeah time to go um so um i think uh it was yeah it was in brief lives um destruction kind of um explained what what the endless were and he said they are patterns ideas repeating motifs he did not say they were white he did not no. say they were black um and i just I think, and it's it's not the the argument people don't like change. No, that's it's just this is a hateful argument. It's not mm -hmm. even like a. It's it's not up for discussion. <laughs> it's just bigotry. It's just bigotry. Yeah. Like it's not that you fear change. It's just you don't 
you want to whitewash everything. Like that's all you want to do. And it, that's, that's the argument I'm seeing. It's just, it's, it's dead. Uh, yeah, the other argument I saw was uh, like, oh, but she's goth. Like, first of <laughs> like, all, well, we can't be goth. I thought that was just ridiculous. So yeah, I was like, what? what does that have to do with anything? It's like Nothing. Google black goth girls. There's plenty yeah. of them out there. I checked. And again, like this, the embodiment of death can appear in so many different ways. Like there's nothing in that, like just because she appears a certain way in a lot of the source material doesn't mean that she's like tied to always appear that way because her appearance like does change like throughout the centuries and depending on like who she's talking to. I mean, like all of them. It's all just crazy them. to think that like, you know, the embodiment of anything has to look a certain way because like you know white people don't have the monopoly on like death or fucking right that's what i'm saying like or any that, you don't have a like, monopoly crazy. on death yeah like what i it doesn't make any sense to me at all i, I think mean, it's uh, crazy are they pissed that the corinthian wasn't cast with some as somebody with uh, mouths for eyes like, <laughs> <laughs> And like the the desire argument is super weird to me. Oh, I don't. I can't with that. I, I have not I heard the desire argument. Please, really? Enlighten me. People are complaining it. about like desire being non-binary. Like that's something new. When like desire was always non-binary. Like throughout the entirety. Like desire is sister brother desire and they were and yeah. they were always referred to as it because back then we didn't have pronouns it wasn't yeah. a thing yeah so desire was always referred to as it so why is it a con why um just why is it controversial that desire is non-binary it's both that make that that actually it makes, makes so more much sense. sense. It no, makes and I'm so sure much that sense. it was like I'm sure that that was like my first exposure to what that even meant. You know, yeah. when I was a teenager, and yeah, it was like language for something that that wasn't you know super common in our in our vernacular at that point in time. So mm -hmm. I mean, it's just I feel like the people complaining about the fact that they cast someone who is non-binary to play Desire it, it doesn't make any sense to me at all because I don't see how you could cast someone who wasn't non-binary to play desire doesn't exactly do you cast a woman as desire and it's it, yeah i don't know it just it's it's weird to yeah. me like yeah like i think that's the best way to handle it that's just me though um but um yeah the, the other controversy was uh them uh with uh lucifer morningstar is um oh, right. i forget what her name Gwendolyn is Gwendolyn Christie. yes yes which i think is perfect i think so I, too. i'm good with it actually you know because like when i when i saw the picture of her i didn't recognize who it was at first and i was a little bit upset that they didn't pick the dude from the show but then when i when i saw i was like oh wait oh that could really work all right never mind let, let me, let's see how this works out first because i think she's she's great i mean all right so <laughs> this is this is a little off topic but not really when we talk about Constantine, okay, uh, which is actually how it's pronounced, uh, they made a, an entire movie called Constantine, <laughs> based off of Constantine, and made it Keanu Reeves instead of some blonde. And made him not British. Him not, yeah, okay. that, that was the worst. Because that is so, something that's integral to that character. Okay, so what, where was the argument there? I was making an argument. Oh, yeah, I was. I was. I was. I was. I was. And while, and while but like, I was, 
But because, I mean, th this is something to be outraged about. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is something to not outraged, but like irritated. That was yeah. irritating. You know, um, that movie sucked. Just so everybody's <laughs> aware, it sucked. Um, it's a fun watch, but as far as as, like, a, as a Constantine, yeah, movie. it's as a, a guilty pleasure of mine. But it, um, it's not. It's Neo. It's not Constantine, like you said. Yeah. It's not. So but just... we see Tilda Swinton as as Gabriel, um, right? I thought was perfection. Mm -hmm. uh, so Gwendolyn Christie can also uh, do that that fluid that gender fluid role. Um, you know, I I think. I think this is a new, it's a new age. Uh, people do fear change. Um, they're unaccepting, of, they're upset about the pronouns being posted underneath the pictures. Why? I know. It's I, such it's a non-factor like in my opinion. Mind blowing. Yeah. Um, this is not affecting your life. Just don't watch it. And don't it's like, yeah, it. yeah. And it's not for you. Or or like wait and see how you feel after you watch it. Like I just love how Neil Gaiman has like no time for any of this bullshit. Like his responses have been just oh, love top it. notch, like every single one of them, because you know, it seems like most of the people complaining have never read or did not understand Sandman. Yeah. And also I never really have understood this idea of like criticizing something so completely before you've seen it anyway. Yeah. Because I wouldn't even be surprised if the Endless do change their appearance throughout. Exactly. Mm -hmm. you know Why mean? wouldn't like, they? I, you know, like I, I think that that would make sense, but I, I, I will reserve any judgment until I've actually watched it anyway. Yeah, if I land up hating it, it's not going to be on on uh, the actors that they casted as the role. It's going to be because it doesn't might deviate a little bit too much. But again, this right. is Neil Gaiman's been holding it so close to his chest. I don't think that this is going to be bad. Yeah, I really either. don't. And I, I, I'm excited. It is I'm, difficult. I feel like it's difficult to adapt, though. You know, it's just like such an epic story, and like just comics are such a, you know, they're a visual medium, and like there were so many incredible artists on Sandman, you know. Which oh was, yeah, Sam Keith. Oh, yes, man. Sam Keith and Dringenberg and Jill Thompson and Colleen Doran and Mark Hempel. I mean, there's the list goes on. There were so many. I mean, that's like you know the book that got me into comics. That's part of how it did it. It was Neil's story, but it was also all that incredible art. You know, it's going to be, I'm not saying it's going to be impossible to translate that to screen. I'm just saying I, it, it's an unenviable an task. <laughs> it's it's going to, it is going to be rough because the subject matter does get very deep and very complex. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to see the, how they're going to do the, um, the scene where uh, 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 Morpheus is battling the demon for his uh, helmet mm. with the, mm -hmm. the slam are, poetry type part. Are they doing that? I don't know if they're doing it, but I, I kind of hope that they because do. Because I, I think I had so. a feeling we were going right to the doll's house. Oh, really? No, I read, um, I had read a while ago that he said season one was going to be like preludes and nocturnes and a little okay. bit to the doll's house. Okay. Like a little bit more. Doll's house is great, but the preludes is what got me so into it. And I was like, oh, this series is amazing. Even when that I was done with the first volume. I just need they to make it through the kindly ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm... I just need to make it there. <laughs> and then everybody's mind is gonna explode when we get to Daniel. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
so much good stuff that I can't wait to see. You know, I'm an ex- oh, I'm so, so excited for stuff. it. So much good stuff. I just love how how Neil Gaiman is uh, on uh, Twitter, just saying it's like, either just wait for the show or, or don't watch it. The, the yeah. end. Yeah. And I, one of the best things I saw is uh, uh, one of the dudes was uh, saying he's going to sell his entire Neil Gaiman collection. And he's like, good, give it to someone who will appreciate he it. He said, alert the alert, media. Alert the media. <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, I love, like, that. that is like Twitter, though, right? It's like a bunch of assholes arguing with Neil Gaiman about what how... his characters are supposed to look like. Like, yeah. like, like, think about that. Wild. You are arguing with the creator of this universe that you love saying he doesn't get it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But at the end of the day, I do think like with most of these controversies, it's a very small but very vocal minority yeah. because I yeah. think that most actual Sandman fans looked at that cast and were like, holy shit, this looks amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, he there was also one who oh God, he said something like, oh, Sandman is woke now. Uh, it used to be masculine or something, and Neil Gaiman was <laughs> oh, like, "Oh, I saw that. I didn't see that one. I saw there's that. so many. Some guy did this whole YouTube video, and it blew my mind. I was like, what is this guy talking about? It was just why. It's just wild. It's it's really wild. Um, I and I just pictured Sandman as masculine. I know. <laughs> He was very frail looking. I mean, he was powerful, but I didn't visualize like you know, like like this Conan the Barbarian type character. I didn't get that from that that character at all. No, I mean, I got a lot of Robert Smith, <laughs> a lot of Susie <laughs> Sue. Yeah, I, I oh man, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with this. Um, but I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this show. This show. Uh, like if, if it follows the source if it, if it follows like the uh just the soul has a soul of the source material i'm in i uh, i just I, i'm yeah i would love i can't wait to see this so i'm yeah i've already booked my slot on uh the honestly nerds for this i can't wait to do like a deep dive into this one yeah we have out. also <laughs> yeah yeah i'm so excited for this i'm so excited uh, is there any more points that you guys wanted to make about this or any anything you wanted to veer off about sandman about um no no yeah i don't think so i think i i think i said everything i needed to say about it yeah we'll we'll end it with a quote they are not representations or personifications they are their function Hmm. thank you that is a great note to end it on (laughs) (laughs) nicole and jamie thank you ladies so so much you have made my dream come true by appearing on this this podcast. Oh, thank you for oh, having yes, me. Thank you. Seriously, this thank you great. so much. Um, <laughs> I am definitely going to tap into you two in the future. And thank you for listening to On the Digital Soapbox with Soapbox J. Y'all be safe out there. And if you're not standing on the soapbox, then what are you standing for? Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye.